Good morning, and welcome to another episode of That Which Does Not Kill Us. I'm your host, Sarah Arnold, and life has been a bit of a roller coaster as of late. I have been applying for jobs in different locations, and so far, um, it looks as though I am going to see results from this. I have been involved in three different interviews for three different three different positions and three different locales and in exciting news I received the official paperwork that I've been selected for one of them a couple days ago and so now I'm in the process of getting the ball rolling of doing my second transfer from one base to another within the period of a year. That's a lot. I have to admit though, there is a certain, I don't know if I would say irony or um, weird coincidence to the timing of it because my brother and my sister-in-law recently got a new house and they will also be moving in the near future as well. And so it's interesting that there's just going to be a complete mass exodus of our current residents all around the same time. Just we're going in completely different directions. Now, I have to admit Overall, I'm very excited about the position that I was selected for. And I say that because, um, here, I'll give you a synopsis of the jobs. Uh, one of them was basically the not dissimilar to the position I was in prior to moving to South Carolina. So as far as that goes, it would be like some kind of a department manager, except it would be a small pocket of departments that had been under my umbrella of responsibility in my previous position, but I'll be forward and say they were neglected areas compared to other departments that I had because they um, were not as high demand all the time as some other more, um, I don't know, needy, I know there's a better word, but whatever, needy departments that were, you know, in my area. And so that was one. And with that one, um, the upside of that would be due to the facility type, there would obviously be more visibility in terms of promotion potential due to the facility type as one that experiences more frequent visits from senior leadership, etc. right? So that's one. The other one that I interviewed for was a standalone one-man facility um, and that I didn't even know existed until I applied for the position. But um, with that one, it's relatively isolated and it's a one-man operation. So it would essentially just be me running the whole thing by myself. And then the other one is a small facility that's got 
little pockets of different departments that I've and facilities that I've been involved in throughout my tenure with my company and the humor of that is that it's in Indiana of all places now location wise I would go so far as to say it would be my last choice in terms of the positions that I applied for but as far as it goes for the actual job itself and um, what I saw in terms of like how many people are on the team hours of operation and things to that effect it would be my first choice and so after the interview process for all of these I was given an offer for the job in my least favorite location but what sounds like the most appealing position and so that's what's going to be happening in the very near future is packing up my life yet again to relocate and do something new or do something old rather in a new location in a different setting with different people um, and so I'm nervous but mostly I'm nervous about the logistics more than anything um, at the same time I also feel like how do I put this there's a certain irony to this because um, I don't know if you know this about me or not but I seem to have a penchant for Indiana guys so weird right um, the last person I was involved with that was not a local because I've only been involved with one local here that was the fucking situation that ended very poorly um, the last person I was involved with was somebody that I was also very close a close friend of mine for a very long time from Indiana and in our last conversation I told him that I would consider relocating back to Indiana because he had an issue with making things work with a distance and I did tell him that I would consider relocating to Indiana but at the same time that it needs to be worth the investment you know what I mean like I need to know like I need some kind of something or other to know that like this is worth doing you know because I don't know I ran away like 22 years ago you know like <laughs> I, I put my running shoes on and never looked back you know when it came to that area and so then he's the one that passed away in July and so there's rectifying you know all of the feelings that are attached to that scenario and appreciating the irony that I am coming back to Indiana it's only like six months after that statement was made and a couple of months after you know his passing is when this is all happening and so that's you know one thing that I know it sounds really fucking weird but I'm gonna say it anyway like I feel like on a subconscious level like this is like either a me forcing myself or the universe forcing me to uh, deal with things that clearly I have been um, burying you know what I mean um, for whatever reason um, on some level or another like 
subconsciously or something, I've determined that I was not prepared to feel those feelings at the time that all of these things were occurring. Guess what? It's happening now. So that's just reality. Um, yeah. Now, the other... I don't know if I would say ironic. It is what it is. The other... Um, I guess I would say hurdle. I don't really know. The the other um, point of interest or intrigue or whatever is that I... Another one of the individuals that I was involved with uh, post-marriage was a different friend of mine. I wasn't as close with, but still somebody I've known was a friend of mine for about 20 some odd years. Um, also, coincidentally, from Indiana, except from a different part of the state. And he is going to be about an hour and 40 minutes, I think, from where I'm going to be working. And, like, I have very mixed feelings on this. So, I'll say he's somebody that I still maintain, you know, pretty consistent contact and communication with. Um, overall, I do see him as a trustworthy person, but it's... So, he was the one that I was involved with last summer. I don't know how much I've actually talked about him on here or not. It may be a lot, it may be not at all. But, um, because of the way that we were experiencing, like, the long distance thing, like, there was, you know, a lot of back and forth of me going to see him, him coming to see me. Um, and so, our dynamic throughout the whole time that we were involved happened to be in a very domestic setting and I had a lot of different complex emotions about that at that time I still do even reflecting um and you know the real real of it was I was terrified because I enjoyed that experience with that person and I wanted more of that and at the same time like at a base level even though yes my divorce was finalized and I was no longer married like at a base level I felt as though I was cheating on my former spouse and that you know somehow I was doing a disservice to the memory of who I casually referred to at that time and sometimes now my dead husband by getting involved with somebody else and by wanting those things um it's a really complex dichotomy to experience you know i don't really know how to describe that any better but like i at the at that time and i think it took that experience for me to realize how much shit i still had to work through because it's just i don't know it's hard to elaborate on all of the complex emotions that were attached to that. And on one hand, I'll say that, you know, essentially speaking, for the most part, this man's been a safe space for me. Like, at, at that time, we wanted different things and kind of came to an agreement. However, at the same time, um, I can also say reflecting honestly that um, 
we both had work to do in terms of emotional maturity and um, I don't like I know how far I've come from that you know like I'm not going to say I feel like I'm 100% in control of my feelings at all times and my reactions. However, what I will say is that I am much better now than I was a year ago about being able to maintain, um, I guess I'd say my sense of decorum or whatever. If I'm in a heightened emotional state and one of the observations that I made in terms of his behavior is that he has a tendency to shut down and get um, quiet either when he's got something weighing on his mind or if he's involved with somebody you know because again we've been like probably took about four months of no minimal to no communication after things ended and um, it's uh, like we've still been in pretty um, consistent communication patterns since you know and like I don't I wouldn't say that I'm going into this with any kind of expectations because I don't think that's where I'm at you know like I think my larger expectation is just like so work you know like it's focused on a lot of the work aspects of things because again this is my second transfer this year and then at the same time the role that I'm going to be in I'm actually going to have my own facility and so um for like like, but I'm going to be the head motherfucker in charge at this place. And so what that means is how everything operates is going to fall on my shoulders. You know, I'm going to be the one to mentor the team and build them and, you know, set the expectation and then have to deal with um, the accountability aspect of it. And then, you know, making sure that us as leaders are, we're all on the same page um, and anything and everything that I've previously experienced positive and negative from you know a perspective of being somebody else employee and then also from the perspective of being a boss like this is really my opportunity to you know make all the changes that I feel like are like positive aspects you know what I mean like make a positive change in culture of the company and so that's kind of where my head is at that and then obviously the logistics of relocating like a handful of states away again <laughs> so, but I definitely am starting to get my finger on the pulse of the concept that I've probably been compartmentalizing different feelings that I've had for a very long time and not dealing with them. And I think that that's something that I'm going to be forced to do is deal with, you know, any unresolved issues that I have from recent events and I'm assuming based on the fact that you know <laughs> the place where I got orders to is the place where I have history kind of is indicative of like hey bitch 
you need to deal with this. Like, go feel your feelings. Fucking mull it over. Whatever. And, yeah, that's, that's pretty much where I'm at right now. Is processing this. Um, that it's time, again, to close the door on one chapter of life and then go into another. Um, I think, to be fair, the largest and scariest part, really, to me, is the living circumstance. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I say that because, like, trying to find somewhere to live while you're, like, not in the area is a bit of a challenge. Like, I'm not gonna lie. It's a bit of a challenge. And so that's the biggest hurdle that I'm trying to overcome is finding a place to live. And we'll see what the future holds, you know? And then obviously finding a place to live and then the logistics of getting my belongings moved and getting my car moved and then knowing that I have a very short deadline for accomplishing these tasks. So the silver lining to the cloud is the fact that I have been living out of one bedroom for, you know, X amount of months. And so at least I don't have to deal with um, what I did when I came here, which was packing up a whole fucking house. Now I just have to pack up a room. And yeah, that process is pretty much starting. Because I've got my storage containers so I can pare down and make it so, you know what I mean? I'm basically down to like the bare minimum. Like I'm hoping I got the right amount. Um, I'm 100% certain that I didn't grab too many. But um, if I did, obviously I can return one maybe upgrade to something smaller I don't know we'll cross that bridge when we get there but yeah it's gonna it's about to be really busy really really busy I also know that even though I am excited about all of this that the stress of this endeavor is coming at a cost because I've noticed what's happening is at night my blood pressure is spiking again and so I've had to tweak my blood pressure medication so instead of taking half a pill once a day I'm taking half a pill in the morning and a whole pill at night so yeah I need to figure out what's the best method to work that out um, for now obviously like I'm not drinking fully leaded coffee. I'm currently on two half calves a day. And uh, that's pretty much where we're at with that. Trying to make sure not to overdo the caffeine. I think I probably need to review my salt intake as well. But I don't know. We'll, we'll work out the kinks. So we will definitely work out the kinks. But... It's crazy, you know, it is really crazy to think that this is all happening, like, right now, basically. And what's funny, I don't remember who it was I was talking to, somebody um, I was talking to when I was giving them the date information for my first day of work. They were like, oh my gosh, 
And I was like, I know in retail, that's like tomorrow because I don't know if anybody out there listening is a fucking retail worker, but in retail seasons move so quickly. Like it's, I, I used to joke a lot. The time is in a vacuum because to some degree it's like every day is the same. And then at the same time with your season seasonal merchandise, which I don't even know if I'm going to deal with that or not, but with your seasonal merchandise, that's about the only way you tell time is the change of seasonal product. And so that's how you know what's happening next is your seasonal product. And I don't know, it just, I need to get motivated. And it, that's really what I need, needs to happen is I need to pare down and take a moment, breathe and make lists of everything that I have to get accomplished. And then the timelines that I have to get these things accomplished on. <clears throat> so, but first I need to work out obviously the time off between both roles. So we'll see what that looks like. Hopefully today. But, I don't know. Who knows what the future holds? I can tell you I don't. But, I'm still excited about this prospect. Because, you know, um, my anniversary, my 21 year anniversary with the company uh, was late last month. And I feel like this is what I got myself from, from my, my birthday. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my my career birthday as I got myself my own store and it's not a temporary promotion it's permanent this is mine this is going to be my baby and I can't say whether this is going to be <clears throat> you know my forever home or if it's going to be you know a stepping stone to you know a continuing career but either way I'm really excited for what happens next and I'm looking forward to <clears throat> being able to be the change that I think would be the most beneficial for the company that I work for. And like, I, I don't say that lightly because <clears throat> I've been very fortunate. I work for a lot of different people, a lot of different leadership types, a lot of different personality types. And at the end of the day, most of the people that I have had the good fortune of working under have taken the time to invest in me in some way, shape, or form. Um, I've learned a lot of valuable lessons, and I look forward to applying those lessons and being able to maybe inspire those that are you know, my new island of misfit toys, for lack of a better way of putting it. So, yeah, it's definitely going to be an adventure. And I can't help but look forward to it. Because I've been wanting to be able to change my location for a very long time. And now it's exciting to get the opportunity to do that. 
And so that's what I look forward to is getting the opportunity to relocate, go somewhere new, you know, learn the lingo, build a team, make it amazing, get comfortable and bored, and then go somewhere else and do it again. <laughs> because that seems to be my cycle. At least so far it does. It seems like once I'm comfortable and bored, that's when it's time for change. And it's up here, I wouldn't say that I'm I wouldn't, no. I think that I cannot do more to change the facility that I'm in outside of what I've already done. Um, that would be my perspective on my current location. I try my best to bring a positive attitude every day and to engage with the team in a positive fashion every day and that's pretty much what I bring to the table here I joke around all the time with the people at my current um, job and tell them that I'm just here for morale like I'm not here to do anything else I'm just here for morale ha 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 and I'm like yeah a part of me thinks it's true so part of me thinks it's true but in the meantime, I'm going to sign off and enjoy drinking my coffee. Uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And as always, be well.